And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That's Stunt over to my left. And to my right, it's Jake. There we go. See, that's now people know our studio goes right to left. <laughs> there you go. Some go north-south, ours goes right-left. <laughs> I've never been in one that where there's like up-down. Like yeah. a, you know, upstairs-downstairs duplex. Yeah, it'd be really cool. That would be kind of neat. Of course, we wouldn't be able to see each other. They're in the glass ceiling. Yeah, that's floor, true. depending on which that's side you're true. on. I guess you probably always want to be on the top, right? It's like bunk beds. You always want the top bunk. Yeah, probably. I mean, it seems probably more prestigious. Yeah, I think that's where the big guy sits, <laughs> sleeps, whatever. Welcome to the barbecue show. We're so glad you joined us today for this riveting conversation. Um, we're talking all things, as always, all things uh, smoking, barbecuing, grilling, uh, and just outdoor cooking in general. Because we we always bring up the sous vide, and uh, we we never we got to do a show on sous vide one of these days. I'm waiting for you to take the lead on that one. All right, I'll practice up, and we'll get it. Uh, we'll get it all. Did you ever buy one? You no, were not. Yeah, I'm okay. the worst. Sorry. I'm the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm like I, it's so late. the weather turned for us last week in southern Minnesota, which was nice. Yes, and a lot of people were outdoors and, and outside. It turned back, but still, it's nice. Yeah, but um, so I started getting more like, ooh, yeah, now's the time. And we got curling club stuff is behind us for a while, so uh, I, I can focus more on on doing some of the fun stuff outside and getting the grills fired up and and keeping them going. Uh, last weekend was gorgeous. Oh my gosh, it ended up being so nice. Yeah, uh, Easter week. And did you do anything cool? Did you go anywhere awesome? Uh, no, family came to us, uh, including okay. my girlfriend's parents and my parents meeting for the first time ever. Adori, <laughs> my mother wanted to know if there's any other announcements I needed to make. I'm like, no, no, there's not. No, That's... we don't, we don't want kids, mom. <laughs> do the dishes and get out. <laughs> uh, no, so it was, it was kind of fun to have everybody there, though. We quickly remembered that there's no room in my house for. Uh, formal eating. I right. mean, when we have friends that are in barbecue season, yeah, just grab a plate, sit in the couch, sit wherever, go ahead. You know, right. family doesn't like that as much. They're, they're mm. too mature for that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, either way, I made smoked ham last week. Oh, And nice. it was, this, like I talked about, spiral cut smoked ham. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. I just do. And then I honey glazed it. I let smoke with some, uh, with some, um, Honey barbecue on uh, honey. Oh, what's the flavor? It's from Meat Church. It's honey bacon barbecue seasoning, whoever it okay. is. Okay, like a like a it's seasoning a, rub. Yep, just a seasoning rub. Let that go for two hours, and then I glazed it after that point. And it was a honey yes. brown sugar glaze, just dripping down all over the place. It was amazing. And then I did that for an hour by itself, and then I went back and just before we got ready to serve it, it was already where we needed to be. I glazed it one more time. And then with that glaze, I also thinned it out a little bit with the pepper jelly, mm-hmm. uh, apple, habanero, brown sugar. Nice. Wow. It was amazing. It really was. That is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That took, I mean, that gave me too much credit for, it's already a smoked ham. We just have to bring it to temp, but I got too much credit for that yeah, one because it was that good. You take all that credit and uh, st- stuff it away for a later date because yeah. you never know yeah. when you might need that kind of, you, you know, sometimes your ego needs just a little bit of love <laughs> and you can always go back to that, uh, keep it in your hip pocket. So I got to ask and inquiring minds want to know, yeah. um, are you missing a ladle? Not that I know of. Okay. Just checking. Do we leave one here? Well, no, I'm just saying both moms. Don't you know the old story about the mom who comes to visit the boyfriend and girlfriend living together? (laughs) Mom says, well, where do you? And they say, well, mom, you can sleep in the bedroom over here. Well, where do you sleep? Well, this is where I usually sleep. But, uh, you know, we want you to have the bed. And, you know, Stunt sleeps in this room and I sleep in that room. (laughs) And then uh, a week later, after mom had been to visit, they, uh, uh, hey, mom, I'm glad you got home safe. By the way, did you help with the dishes? Because we're missing a ladle. And mom says, it's in the the bed where you said you sleep every night. (laughs) I for, 
I was like, where is he going? My gosh, you're going so far off the rails. Oh, gosh, that came back nicely. That is good. Uh, so you're not missing any ladles? No, we're not missing any ladles. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. I saw the check. I saw the double check. So. Um, you didn't find one in a bed, did you? Nope, nowhere. That is great. Oh, that's where you always slept, I thought. Oh, my gosh. I will use that in the future. That is wonderful. It's a good one. Um, I was going to tell you before we get too far along, it was yeah. so beautiful all week long. We talked about grilling out, I don't know how many different nights, obviously. I think Tuesday. Right. I can't get my days mixed up. It was Tuesday yeah. night, I'm pretty sure, though. Uh, we grilled steaks. Oh, mm. my gosh. It was so good. Uh, since getting the charcoal, that's now the steak maker. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And you're so right on that. I mean, I've done it before, and obviously the flat top and everywhere else, but throwing them down, flip them over, done. And it was phenomenal. I do, I do the touch test. You know, that's that's the key. You know, mm-hmm. press on them, see where they're at. But it's uh, it's awesome. If once you and here's the thing is once you're now you're on the charcoal now you've come to the dark side. <laughs> um, what'll happen is in about a year you're gonna go oh, you know it'd be cool and then you're gonna start doing things away from the charcoal like what if we uh, what if we did them in a cast iron pan or what if we did them on the blacktop or on the flat top going back to the, the old school just like yeah. the other ways I've learned from originally right, right. it is fun because there's a distinctive. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter what you use for seasoning. When you do them on the charcoal, you get that charcoaly, smoky, and you can throw some smoke in there. You know, a couple yep. pellets or whatever, and, and add a little bit to that. But you get that charcoaly uh, aroma, and you get that crisp on the edges, and you get those fat lines to render just right, and a little bit of seasoning on there, and they're just so good. And then you'll go, you know what? Let's do something different. And then maybe you go to the cast iron pan, and then you go with the butter, and you baste it, and then you yeah. use the rosemary and the thyme and the garlic cloves. You really start and, playing around with it more then, again. Yeah, and then it's a whole new experience. And that's the best part. Though with steak again, it's so easy to have so many different experiences with one right. food. Yeah, I mean, you can make that thing a very garlic butter heavy thing if you wanted, yeah, or just salt, pepper, garlic, a little season like that on top of like we did. So good, so good. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So, um, you grill anything this last week? I don't think I did. I'm trying to remember. Um, I my world's been so crazy busy right now, and finally, we're about to slow down. I think we have the last dance competition <laughs> uh, this weekend up in the cities. I dodged a bullet and stayed behind until now and then I'll catch up with them this evening and uh, we'll stay up there through uh, tomorrow. Oh, it's not so bad. Yeah, you know, which isn't the end of the world. The the rest of, the, well, I should say the dancer and mom have been up there since yesterday afternoon. Okay. Um, did the did the Easter thing, you know, this last weekend for me was a breeze because uh, I went north to uh, St. Joe's to the in-laws, to my brother and sister-in-law's oh, right. place. Yeah. Uh, and he did the ham, well, I should say she did the ham in the oven. Uh, same thing, smoked, spiral cut. Uh, uh, she put a glaze on there that was phenomenal. I would have I would have gone a little heavier on the glaze, but you know it's, it's easy to over season and mm-hmm. over sauce something. Uh, you can't usually go wrong by going a little bit on the lighter side. So right, um, it was good though. It was really it was, and I'm not a ham guy. You know, I mean ham is okay, but it's I'm not a big oh man, that's the best thing ever. And this was really really good. So there must yeah. be something in the air. I honestly the, felt the same way about mine. I'm like yeah, it's just ham, whatever. But then it hit the spot. When it hits the spot. Can't be mad at that. Yeah, and the um, the night before Easter, my brother-in-law grilled, and he's a banker. Okay. So when he grills, what he does is uh, he has a uh, an arrangement worked out where he lives out on the edge of town that he has bribed Gary's Pizza guy. And so when he grills, <laughs> uh, I know Gary's Pizza's showing up, and uh, it was fine. <laughs> But I thought, yeah, you got, you got everybody here. You can show off a little bit. Yeah. He's not doing that. No. That's no. not his style, which is okay. Everybody's got their style. Um, 
and it's bad enough when we're at the lake all together, and I gotta, I have to relinquish the grill. You know what that's like when, when it's not your party, so you shouldn't be yeah, doing all yeah. the touching of the grill. You have to step off a little bit, and it's kind of slowly over the years morphed where you now he does the fish frying and I do the grilling, mm-hmm. and you know occasionally my father and I'm like, well, I can take care of that. I'm like, are you sure? You know, why don't you do the brats tomorrow at lunch? I'll I'll get these steaks or I'll get this. I'll get that. Right. Um, so I, it's kind of just sort of slowly kind of ch- taking over that one. But, but the the ham was great. We went out for my uh, eldest. She turned 16 oh, yeah. last week. and so 16? Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, you were out the same night. I was. Oh, it's right. Yeah, you we messaged were, me. Because I, I texted you, and uh, I was at a fancy place, because we let our girls choose where they want to go out to eat. I could tell it was fancy by the bill. <laughs> And I broke. I did something I don't normally do because I wasn't in the mood for a steak, and I just don't like ordering steak unless I'm at a steak place. Right. I had a bourbon glazed salmon. Oh. And it was phenomenal. I, was it twenty eight dollars? Phenomenal. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and it was the size of four pencils, but it was <laughs> it was it was really good though. I had to, I have to say I was pretty impressed. It was solid, and uh, I I loved every bit of it, and it loved me back at about uh, midnight. Oh no! The acid reflux because you know that's me and I'm old. But it was uh, it was really delicious, and it re- that's what I was thinking of. Is uh, thinking about the show today. I was like, you know, we're going to talk about glazed hams, and uh, that glaze made all the difference in the world for that because I like salmon right salmon is salmon is delicious especially how you do it but um some places will get crazy with their fish and they'll go uh parmesan encrusted whatever and i don't like that i don't want to take too much away from it this was just the perfect little accent mm-hmm. it added a little sweetness and a little heat uh but it didn't take away from that salmon flavor and i gotta say i was i was thoroughly impressed no, so good so that's all I got. I didn't do much. I'm so anxious to get going again, too, because I've got um, new apparatuses for my flat top that I uh, that I specifically picked out by hand and asked for for Christmas. And I've got so I've got these new accessories because you on your Blackstone, you have the, the metal flip down lid. Right. Uh, I use the old school uh, makeshift. I go redneck when I need to steam and I use the aluminum pans, the, the right. square rectangle pans. I, I buy those by the stack at uh, wherever Target or Walmart or someplace. And yep. I keep them in my grilling compartments there. And when I need one, I grab it. And when I need a clean container to take food inside, I grab one, I got it. You know, they're like five bucks for 12 of them or something. Yep. I don't even know. Uh, and they're so handy because you just throw it down on there and you can smash it and adjust it and rearrange it and flip it on and off with your tongs or your hands because they don't hold They don't heat. Get hold heat at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they'll hold it inside. Yeah, they work not actual metal on the actual aluminum foil. Or and I don't have to keep it clean because when I'm done, I'm throwing it away. You right. know, uh, <clears throat> recycling. And anyway, so uh, I got these new apparatuses. I've got a couple uh, shelves that lock on. Really? Yeah. I've got two different styles. One is designed I'm going to use on the sides uh, and it's got a magnet and it's got some hooks. Nice. And it's got a little tray so you can put some of your stuff in there. Now you got to be careful what you attach to the side of your griddle and leave there because heat exchange. It will melt if it's in plastic, honestly. Right. Right. You got to be careful that. Uh, But the other one I've got is a, um, is you can use it on the sides and have it positioned off to the side. It's like a shelf okay. that you can now use to put things on. Or you can turn it the other way and have it over the heat source. And now you've got a warming tray nice. up above the heat. That's nice. And I am kind of like, uh, for you gas uh, propane grillers out there, there's that little tray that's attached to your lid, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like you, you put your, your stuff up there to coast, as uh, above and beyond John would say. Oh, these are good. We're just going to let them coast. coast. Yeah. You let them coast. They're, they're staying warm, but they're not continuing to cook. And that's kind of what these uh, little trays are for. And I'm really excited to use them. Plus, I got a new cleaning kit. Oh. 
with like the big, uh, the big like lava stone block, yep. and I got the scraper deal, and I got a couple new things that I just haven't messed with during the cold. Yeah, because you know you get done, you throw it, another layer of seasoning on and get and out. You're of good. It. Yeah, yeah. go in the house where it's warm. So, uh, so I'm anxious to get out there and 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 get that know, sounds great. Get my elbows dirty. Yeah. So. Um, I actually, I have something in my Amazon car I've been holding off on. It's just metal shields that are magnetized mm. so you can put them on the side to get help with wind. Oh, and I see I saying. mean, this week alone is so such proof that it's so dang windy in this town. Yeah. Like, it's always windy. We got to figure out a way to just try to avoid that, right? But, right, right. Um, so I'm anxious to get out there and and get after it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll do with that. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about homemade stuff? Yeah. Well, you know, we were going to have somebody on who built their own. That ended up not being able to work today. But I thought we could really talk a little bit how we could create uh, your own smokers at home. Maybe you don't want to buy something, but you got a little bit of a, maybe a refund check from the tax man. And you said, maybe I can invest in creating something our own, like you created your own heat blocker. Right. Maybe this is something you could do at home with a, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of ways. Come up here in a little bit, I'll give you one tip to get us started on how it's not that hard to get started on how to make a offset or something as a barbecue pit in your own backyard. That's true. And so uh, we'll kind of give you some ideas on that. Uh, it just goes to show that uh, even when we have guests, we're good. And when we don't have a guest, we can wing it. We can pivot. We can pull it off because that's what we do. So let's do that uh, when we become when we return. But before we go to break, we should get to the barbecue show tip of the week. And the tip is just what I mentioned. It's an easy way to get started on your barbecuing, like an oil barrel or old washing machine drum. If you find one of those, clean them out real good, and that's a good start to a smoker. Uh, at your own backyard. You can easily start to put the pieces together to make that work for cooking. Obviously, you want to have them, especially the oil barrel, really cleaned out. But once it gets going, you can have a really cool uh, item there that is cut down in cost by immediately having those big barrels. And I think you can find an oil barrel for 20 bucks. Yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll dive into that and uh, so much more when we return here on The Barbecue Show. Stick around for more of The Barbecue Show right after this. Back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. We, uh, you know, I don't say this enough, and we don't say this enough. Thank you for joining us each and every week right here on, on this radio station and listening to the barbecue show. We love bringing it to you. Hopefully, uh, you love hearing it as much fun because as you hopefully can tell we have a great time doing the show uh, we always love to hear from you also follow us and like us on the Instagram and the Facebook uh, I think that we're on those two right that's the only two we're on but it's the BBQ show I know should we be on something else I don't know I mean I feel like we should be but at the same time I don't know uh, just this last two weeks here, I've been putting up a lot more qu- I'm trying to get better at it right and putting up questions asking what you want to hear from us and what you want to learn about what right. we can talk about and so I'm going to make shotgun shells here in the next few weeks because everybody keeps talking about shotgun shells. Nice. And so, uh, bacon wrap. Now, there's a bunch of different ways to do them. I was just saying, is there, the, maybe, what's the difference between a shotgun shell, a Twinkie, and a popper? Whew. Well, I guess, you know what? I'll Stay put it down. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's an episode coming. Coming, near, coming to you soon. Yeah. So, our original plan for today's show, I think we even promoted last week, is uh, we had a guest coming in who built his own smoker from scratch. And we've seen, when we did the competition, because we've done one competition. That's we're, right. We're a backyard good time and barbecue show. But when we did the competition last year, there was a guy who had his own smoker, and he was awfully proud. Yeah, he and, was. And the cool part was, is like, if there's ever a nuclear attack... <laughs> 
get inside his smoker because you're going to be. You'll it. survive. He needed like a one ton pickup just to pull it. Yes, he did. The thing was amazing. <laughs> um, I know you're probably listening home like that's all overkill. No, it was amazing. We are so happy for him. <laughs> so that got us thinking. Uh, we should we should talk more about that. And the first thing I thought of stunt is. Um, as a wee lad, we all we can all trace our barbecue uh, prowess or uh, love back to somewhere usually fairly specific. I know you talk all the time about you and your dad out there by the, around the charcoal, yep. uh, grabbing the little the little morsels, little morsels off the meat, yeah, the steak. off the yep. little the little corners and pieces that render down. Uh, for me, it was uh, as a child the rite of passage for every kid, every youth in our family was the uh, grandpa's barbecued ribs. Oh. Which he did uh, old school on a rotisserie. And uh, so every kid, every baby, there's a picture of every baby in my family at grandma and grandpa's house in a high chair. Uh, the floral print on the high chair changed through the decades. But they had <laughs> before they had teeth, they had a they had a rib bone with the sauce on it that they were just gnawing on, you know, uh, which, by the way, is a great teething tool. Is a good, yeah. a good empty rib bone with some <laughs> with some barbecue sauce. Grandpa made his own barbecue sauce. Uh, we were ecstatic to find out just a couple years ago, uh, but it was probably three or four years after Grandpa had passed and Grandma had gone first. We found out that um, my youngest cousin has the recipe. Oh, and we were all under, on it quietly over We there. were all under the impression that Grandpa was taking it with him, and that was that. And okay. Because he's an old-school Oklahoma guy. And so uh, we, we the recipe is still in the family, which is uh, phenomenal. That's but, pretty cool. So those ribs and those big Sunday get-togethers, and that was like the special occasion. You know, there was a kids graduating high school. We're all getting and going to Grandma and Grandpa's, and Grandpa's doing ribs. Uh, somebody's something's happening. It's a birthday. It's a whatever. Yep. Doing the ribs in the backyard, and Grandpa had an old fifty-five gallon drum, like you were talking yeah. about, that he had uh, he had cut in half. He had uh, tap welded, and I think he actually he had screwed and, and put hinges on it. And he had mounted a big electric rotisserie motor in that thing. <laughs> and he would make up that sauce always the day before, before anybody got there. And I'd always say, Grandpa, can I help you make the sauce? And he'd say, nobody helps with the sauce. It's Grandpa's sauce. <laughs> nobody knows what's in. And I'd look at Grandma and Grandma would be like, you better go on outside and play. Because <laughs> Grandpa's not playing. <laughs> and uh, it was true, though. It was like, it was a big secret. And the best part of the whole experience was the fact that it was a secret, and it was a legit secret. Grandpa wasn't giving up. Anyway, but he had this old barrel that he had converted, and he had built uh, uh, through uh, welded together the, the legs, and it sat on the steel, and he would he would fan those, uh, you know, zigzag those um, uh, racks of ribs on there. Yep. And usually pork, uh, big, full pork ribs. Sometimes he would go beef ribs, but usually it was pork. And... Uh, and he would weave those babies onto that rotisserie, and he would stand out there, and that thing would just... You, I could still hear that motor running in the corner of the patio next to the garden shed. He had a oh, special it, little, you know, little, uh, like, uh, awning built over it to keep it dry and stuff. And you could hear that thing just... Oh, my gosh. Out there, and as the day That's went so on, you could smell it. And But it, he made that thing from scratch. He, I think he bought the, uh, the, the... He bought... Knowing Grandpa, he bought an electric motor, and he built a mount for it and mounted it on the side of the, right. the barrel. Yep. And then... And he mounted in the long skewer so he could take it in and out with a thumb screw. And he basically built the entire thing from scratch. It didn't <laughs> take him anything. And, you know, he was a, he was a, he was an airplane mechanic from World War II. So, you oh, know, he, he had some skills. He knew what he was doing. He had some skills. But I look back at that thing and I go, there was nothing to it. It was the most simple, basic, huge 
rotisserie grill you could imagine and it was all char- all charcoal yep. charcoal on the bottom he had grates in there you know and uh, it was it was phenomenal and he built that from scratch and you can build something like that too and the beauty of it is you can find plans to do something like that on the internet if you wanted oh yeah or you could go the barbecue show way which is find a drum and a good sawzall, and just get after it. <laughs> just get in there and get going. I mean, you can make a grill out of these barrels, just put grates on top. You don't have to make a smoker this way. You can yeah. do a lot of different things. Right, for sure. And that's the that uh, that's half the fun. And once you make it yourself, you're gonna you're just gonna love it even more. And uh, it'll be your jalopy, you know. And <laughs> and you and, and if it works, that's the beauty of it. If it works, who cares? Well, 100% right, yeah, yeah if it's, it's going to do the trick. Now, the best part about this is, as you're talking about if it works or not, there's so many random things that have been found out to work for smokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen videos of somebody using like an old file cabinet, like the grills on the bottom file cabinet, oh, yeah. and it smokes all the way through. The top drawers are the grill and smoking racks. Like, that's fun, right? I um, yeah. saw somebody use an old refrigerator and made it into, turn into, convert it into a smoker. I knew a guy who had that same setup with... Uh he had racks in there, wire uh, like uh, rods, like a dowel. They weren't wood; they were like metal dowels okay. in there. And he would uh, he would smoke uh, he would smoke carpet. He would hang oh, them wow. on in a way in a way with the baskets. And uh, he would also do strips of uh, like meat, like jerky, the jerky, meat, like smoked jerky type thing. Yeah, nice. Great old guy in Arcadia, Wisconsin. He would trade us. He, we would bring him fresh carp we just caught, and he would exchange it for a smoked carp, and we would take that smoked carp home. That's so funny. I know, yeah. Well, this is a little, little trading back and forth to get the job done. Little, yeah, that's how the world operates, man. I saw this online while I was doing just a little bit more research on today's topic. Yeah. Uh, do-it-yourself flower pot smoker. It's literally two same-size ceramic pots. Okay. And this is more, it would end up being more of a grill. There's not much offset here. Sure. But the bottom has got the, they put a grate in there. And if you get enough, the grate the right size, I mean, there's a lip inside that thing, mm-hmm. usually halfway down, right? And so you put your charcoal on the bottom and you got a top. You just get the other one that sits right on top of it. And away you go. If you want to have a great afternoon sometime, um, and you, you've got some friends and some and some family that are experimental and, and patient, uh, I would suggest having a contest because one of the things I always think of when we talk about homemade smokers on this show is, and I think we've talked about it before, Alton Brown's cardboard box. Yep. And um, if you've ever, I was a big Alton Brown guy back in the day when his show was super popular, but uh, he has an episode where he makes a smoker out of a cardboard box and a hot <laughs> an electric hot plate. And what he does is he went to a, like a cabinet shop down the street and he got some cherry wood from them and he got all these different kinds of wood that they had left over, you know, like sawdust yep. basically. Yep. He used an empty tuna can. He used a, a wire rack off of like a cheap hibachi or something <laughs> and then uh, an electric uh, hot plate and this cardboard box and he cut a vent hole in it and he put the rack in there and you put the you put the can with the uh, with the sawdust and the smoke uh, the wood chips on the hot plate just enough that it would smolder and smoke inside this cardboard box and it worked it was amazing that's so incredible i would recommend using that on a regular basis but if (laughs) if you've got an afternoon free and you want to just have some fun and experiment i mean what a great way to just play around and see what you could come up with uh just to impress and entertain your friends honestly nothing nothing uh Another beat's a trash can smoker as well. You pull up and you're with, right. your, you're with your buddies and you're out at some tailgate. You pull the trash can out of the box and here's the grill. They got the grates in there and everything else. That'd be pretty cool to show off with as well. That would. Uh, another one is, and you know, when Brent Bush was here with us uh, about a year ago, he talked about the old disc 
That's off right. The, the plow disc he'd taken the plow disc and polished it up and sanded it down, and they used that. And then what they would do is he put a handle on it, and when the fire started to die down at the end of the night in the backyard, they would throw that disc on there, and they would use that as like a cooking kettle, which yeah. is by the way where uh, Mongolian buffet comes from. <laughs> yeah. it, that's because yep. back in the, uh, the in the Mongol era, where they would get together and everybody would go gather what they could. They throw a shield on the fire and throw everything in there and mix it up and cook it. Yeah, and then you, and, and you just get after it and you go and. It, and it works out really well, and you can and you can make these things at home, and you can experiment with them. They, everybody's seen the one on the online with the uh, the log, where you drill a hole through the side of the log, and then down below, yep. and, then you, and and it burns up through. Uh, we did that once where we had a log we had just caught on fire, and it it literally was starting to form a, a charcoal layer on the top. So we went and we got a grate. Out there of the grill, and we put it on top of that log, and we threw some steaks on it. This was late at night. We were like, why not? Let's give it a shot. It worked out great. It was phenomenal. So you never know what you can find to experiment with and, and have fun and, and cook and, and design on your own just for the fun of it. If you really get into it and just want to not spend a lot of money with playing around, this is some great ideas. And I feel like we just said a lot of bunch of ideas. We didn't actually really go into how to do it. But honestly, that's the one joy about internet, if nothing else. There's a lot of ideas and great demonstrations of what you can do out there already. Uh, maybe come up with something brand new. You get to work your way through it. But otherwise, there's some tips probably online by simply checking it out yourself. Sounds great. Remember, the most important part is to experiment and have fun. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.